Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Tonight's story is about a fairy named Nellie who gets a new name. How does she earn her new name? You'll have to listen and find out. And listen in next week when we start a new series of Ea and Dak stories. Enjoy! within its branches. It was warm in the winter, provided cool shade during the summer, and it lived for a thousand years. One day, the youngest fairy that lived in the fig tree, his name... Her name What's his name? Her name was Nellie. Nellie? Mm-hmm. Nellie was playing among the leaves of the fig tree. She was dancing among the figs of the tree when she heard an eerie whisper in her head. The whisper spoke a name she did not know. It said, Arborea. And the fairy looked around, but she didn't see anyone, so she went back to dancing, and she heard it again. Arborea, listen to me. And the fairy stopped and she said, My name's not Arborea. I name you now Arborea, finder of the tree. And the fairy laughed. She said, I've found the tree. And she patted the trunk. She said, It's right here. And the voice said, I am the tree, but I am dying. Dying? said the fairy. Why? What's wrong? Nothing is wrong. I am simply old. It is the way of things. Even trees die eventually. And the fairy said, but that's terrible. Where will we all live? And that is why you must become Arborea, finder of the tree. You must go and find a new tree, a tree to be your home in the future. And then you must bring all of my wonderful fairies and elves and gnomes to live in a new home. The first time, I'm, I don't think I can. And Javoy said, and she could feel that it wasn't there anymore. She had tried to go back to dancing among the figs. She really would rather forget the voice. But she couldn't. She said the name to herself, Arborea. It sounded lovely coming from her lips. And she decided that it sounded more than lovely. It sounded right. So... She stopped dancing among the figs, and she looked out over the vast forest that surrounded their fig tree, their home. And then, picking a direction, 
in the direction of the rising sun, she began to fly. She flew for three days and three nights with almost no break before she came to a clearing. And when she came to the clearing, she saw that there in the center of the clearing, there was a deep well. She looked around and she saw that planted next to the well, there was a fig tree. It was a small fig tree, big enough to grow only one fig. And she looked at it, and as she looked at it, she noticed a small metal sign in the ground at its base. And the sign said, Water me. And the fairy thought, Perhaps there's something magical about this tree, that if I water it, it will become our next home. And so she turned to the well. The well had a rope that went down into it, and by just squinting her eyes and sprinkling little glittering fairy dust down into the well, Arborea could just see the hint of a bucket. There was a handle but it was clearly not meant for fairies. And so she had to fly around and around with the handle, tugging at it with all her might. And then she heard the bucket splash into the bottom and turn on its side. And then she began to turn the winch the other way to pull the rope up. It was twice as hard now because the bucket was full of water. She had to rest about halfway up, but she couldn't really rest because she had to hold the handle in place so that all her work wasn't for nothing and the bucket didn't go splashing back down to the bottom. And then she pulled again and again until the bucket was on the top and she swung the bucket out and she could not lift it herself, so instead she looked around until she saw a tree with broad leaves and she tried dipping a little of the water out of the bucket in a leaf and sprinkling it around the bottom of the tree she waited for the rumble of magic or for the tree to suddenly shoot up into the sky and grow great arcing branches in which she and her friends could all live but it did not happen the tree remained as it was, small, not big enough for even one fairy to live in, growing only a single fig, Aborea thought for a moment. She still had just an inkling that you know, there was something special about this tree. And after all, the sign had said, water me. Maybe it just wasn't enough water, thought Arborea. So... She shoved the bucket around the edge of the well until it was on the same side as the well as the tree. And her plan was to fly at it and shove it off so all the water would splash out of the bucket onto the ground. And that's what she did. She took a, she backed up so she had room to get up to full speed and she flew towards the bucket and she rammed into it at full speed and it felt like flying into a wall but the bucket moved and the water sloshed and she kept pushing and it went over and the water splashed 
over the tree. And the tree, she thought, seemed for a moment as if its leaves got a little greener, as if they, they perked up a little more, they no longer drooped. She thought the fig looked a little fatter, but nothing else happened. She waited a minute, just in case it was just that the water needed time to soak in, but nothing happened. <sighs> thought Arborea, maybe this isn't the tree at all. She was so frustrated, so frustrated, that she went over to the tree and she kicked it with her right foot. And all she succeeded in doing was giving herself a sore foot. She said, ow! He said, that'll teach me to kick a tree. So then she flew up to the top of it, and this time she kicked the fig. And she kicked it with her left foot, and she gave it a good solid kick, and she heard a little snap. And as she kicked it, this fig came flying off the tree, and it flew in a high arc up and over the wall of the well. And down, down, Arborea thought, oops. She flew to the edge of the well, and she could hear it down below. Sploosh. Well, thought Arborea. She thought she'd go and see if there was little water left in the bucket that she could drink before she went back to flying. But then she saw something at the bottom of the well, like a little of movement, and she looked carefully, and she saw there was something at the bottom of the well, and it was coming up towards her, and it was, it was, she backed away, up out of the well, shot a great green shoot. As she watched, it grew taller and thicker, and branches sprouted out of it, and from the branches grew leaves and flowers. And then figs. Oh, not Arborea. Was the fig that needed the water? As she watched as it grew taller and taller until it seemed to scrape the sky. Wow, she thought when it was finished, its trunk consuming all of the well underneath it. She thought it's even bigger than our old tree. She turned and flew towards the setting sun, and she flew three days and three nights. She was afraid that when she arrived it was going to be a struggle to convince the fairies and elves and gnomes that they must leave their old home. But when she arrived, she found that the tree had told them all already, and that they were all packed. And so there was a night's rest, and then there was a great party at which they all thanked the tree for its years of service and for what a wonderful home it had been. And then they turned and they flew away and she led them three days and three nights. And when they saw their grand new fig tree sprouting from the magical well, they stopped, and even though they were fairies and gnomes and elves that had seen many things, they were amazed. And they were all, from that day forth, 
they always called the youngest fairy Arborea because she was the finder of the tree. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. <laughs>